0: Galnet News Digest, 30th of August 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, amidst fears of a rapid Thargoid expansion, the Pleiades gets a bad case of graffiti. Some fleet carriers are going to go very fast and the Buckyballers go for a gentle cruise across the bubble.
1: don't have much time. I guess if you're sweeping the debris, you'll hear people say that a lot. I apologize, but I have my own problems right now. Fleet Command needs to be brought to justice. All of them. All three superpowers. They sold us out to salvation. Have you been hearing his announcements? How he's going to save humanity and write history? This was all for his ego and his stupid fixation on defeating the Thargoids, and our admirals bought it. Sure, we'll deploy hundreds of thousands of people to back you up. No sweat. What could go wrong? Everything went wrong, you idiots! Whatever it was that took out my power hit us all. The Thargoids sure woke up, though. I've mostly been watching them blow ships apart. Mostly. Some escape pods have already been deployed by the time everything went bad. I swear the Thargoids are scooping them up. Can you imagine? I hope whatever happens to the people inside is quick. Nobody deserves to be experimented on or ground into burgers or whatever. I don't think I'll be around to see justice served, so good luck. Tell Emma Fairchild said they're all scumbags.
2: The consequences of the catastrophic failure of Salvation's Proteus Wave device three weeks ago are only gradually becoming apparent. The navies of the Federation Empire and Alliance have all been dramatically weakened by losses incurred defending Azimuth Biotech in the weeks leading up to the firing of the Proteus Wave, and by the loss of almost all active service units in HIP 22460, when the Thargoids somehow turned the Proteus Wave back against humanity. The Thargoids in HIP 22460 became instantly much more aggressive, and in subsequent weeks, that aggression has started to spread to Thargoids in neighbouring systems. Professor Ezro of the Achenaris Search Council, who was the Director of Research at Aegis before it was disbanded, sees this as the Thargoids reminding humanity that the Pleiades was Thargoid, for millions of years before humans discovered the Thargoid meta-alloy crops there and decided to move in. Admiral Price of the Federal Navy has warned all civilian traffic travelling in systems near HIP 22460 and the Pleiades to exercise extreme caution and to assume that all Thargoid hyperdictions may be hostile as the Thargoids expand out of their new base of operations in HIP 22460. So far... That system is the only one where Thargoids will actively seek out and destroy humans in normal space. And it is the only system where, due to some unexplained environmental factor that may be linked to the Proteus Wave, Guardian technology will fail completely within minutes. All pilots, except search and rescue and military patrols, are warned not to enter that system. Perhaps the biggest consequence of salvation's failure, as these graffiti found in several stations in the Pleiades illustrate, is the fracturing of humanity's hopes for a peaceful future. Where previously all the superpowers backed salvation, now the simple certainties that salvation promised, the Get Thargoids Done slogans, and the belief that war could be over in in days, seem naive and foolish. The Far God Cult and the Operation Witch Hunt campaign had reservations about Caleb Witcherly and his methods, but now humanity is split into multiple camps, between those who still believe that salvation was right and that despite all evidence to the contrary, believe he is still alive and is coming to save us, and those who believe that we made a terrible mistake. We should have backed the multi-superpower agency Aegis that Salvation so effectively discredited. And those who don't really care about the politics and just wish that someone would do something about all these nasty Thargoids coming over here and taking all our meta-alloys and our escape pods. And of course, the Far God cult, who still hope for nothing more than a painless death at the hands of an avenging Far God and his Thargoid prophets. Professor Palin and Ramtar are still buying unclassified relics for around one million credits each, but there is no word from either of them about how their research project, to understand what happened to the Proteus Wave, what the relics are, and how they may be used, is progressing.
0: Two moons in the Rionardi system will collide just after 9 pm on Wednesday the 31st of August. But the biggest risk is not to the inhabitants, but to the fleet carriers that are orbiting way too close. Canon Interstellar has been predicting likely planetary collisions for some time now, and has created a calendar of collisions. Some, such as the Cyanian Rocks, two rather lovely landable moons orbiting a ringed landable planet, come into contact quite often, typically once every eight days. Others, such as Rhubarb and Custard, collide less frequently, but are spectacular when they do. What sets the roughly six-monthly collisions of Reonadi 8b and C apart is that both moons are inhabited by small scientific teams, and the possibility of settlements being flattened onto the face of the planet by being crushed by another planet landing on top was at least intriguing. The inhabitants of the two settlements, Soza Biological and Data Biological Forum, seem unfazed by the possibility of being flattened, despite Commander LCU noful Like One's free screenings of Don't Look Up at both establishments. On current projections, it seems unlikely that either settlement will be directly affected by the collision, although it can't yet be ruled out, as the two moons will just likely graze across each other. However, the large number of fleet carriers orbiting the two moons in the hope of a ringside seat may well get more than they bargained for. Fleet carriers are programmed with an advanced peril avoidance system, and rather than crash into a planet, they will accelerate in normal space to speeds well in excess of the maximum speed of an Imperial Eagle, to avoid an approaching planet. This can make landing, or even getting close to your fleet carrier, difficult and if you're unwise enough to disembark or leave your seat in a fleet carrier that's undertaking peril avoidance manoeuvres, you're highly likely to be ejected into space at a very high velocity, repeatedly. The other thing that can be fun when two moons collide is to get into SRV near the point of impact and try and drive away as fast as you can to avoid getting subsumed into the icy crust of the other moon, or jumping into a water geyser and jetting up onto, or possibly into, the other moon. So, if you want to do silly things on a moon, or watch a lot of people failing to land on their fleet carriers... Rionnadi 8B and 8C are the place to be on Wednesday, the 31st of August, from about 9 pm through to 11 pm. The Buckyball Racing Club has been using viral marketing to advertise their current race, the Mischief Mile. This is the 7th out of 8 races in the Magic 8-Ball Championship, and it's a fuel rat-themed race, all about nursing your fuel reserves as you attempt to jump 344 light-years from Teptesh to Mereteje, or vice versa, via Fulum without a fuel scoop, and with no extra fuel tanks. You are allowed to refuel at starports, and if you're popular enough to have a friend, you can get them to refuel you using fuel transfer limpets but you're not allowed to dock at fleet carriers for refuelling, and calling the fuel rats while not explicitly forbidden is frowned upon. There are a couple of bonus options involving ferrying limpets, or flying ships that are known to be really bad at fuel efficiency and jump distance, such as the Sidewinder and the Federal Corvette. So, It sounds really easy, doesn't it? Fly from one system to another, visit a few others along the way, and refuel at stations or using a friend's fuel limpets. Why not give it a go? You get a point for just taking part. And you can't say fairer than that.
2: And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We spray the graffiti so you don't have to.